Usyk versus Anthony Joshua. Fight prediction. Dun, dun, dun. Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys, you can hit me up on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. Follow me on Parlor at FightJunkie. Listen to me on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, Amazon. Basically, anywhere you can find a podcast, I'll be there. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel. Oh wait, hold up. Scratch that. YouTube deleted my channel. Um, let me think. Okay, I got it. You can also subscribe to the Rumble channel. Rumble.com slash Fight Junkie. Want live stream? Twitch.tv slash Real Fight Junkie. Alexander Usyk, undefeated. 19 wins, zero losses. Of those 19 wins, 13 are inside the distance. Anthony A.J. Joshua, 24 wins, 2 losses. Of those 24 wins, 22 are by knockout. His 2 losses, 1 by knockout and 1 by decision. Currently have Usyk the Campion as a minus 200 favorite. Joshua comes back at plus 165. We'll go, won't go. 12 full rounds. We'll go. Plus 120. Won't go. Minus 150. You have Usyk wins inside. Plus 240. Usyk wins by decision. Plus 175. Joshua wins inside. Plus 280. Joshua wins by decision. 8 to 1. Fight is a draw. 16 to 1. Obviously this is a rematch of the first fight. Usyk pretty much boxed the socks off of AJ. AJ, after the fight, has said some strange things. I'm not really sure if they're excuses, if he believes them, what the case is. Talking about if Usyk was a southpaw, wasn't a southpaw, he would have destroyed him. That makes literally zero sense because you knew he was a southpaw going into the first fight. I guess he was saying he didn't have enough time to train for a southpaw. I don't know. That's just nonsense to me. Like... I get that southpaws can give fighters trouble, but to act like, you know, if something hypothetical, if all of a sudden he became an orthodox fighter, then you would automatically win is just is kind of strange. And the other thing was that um, he had no intentions in the first fight of knocking Usyk out. He wanted to prove to everybody that he could uh, hang with Usyk in a boxing match. Again, like, what the hell are you talking about? Like... Is this serious? Is this banter? Is he playing with people? Is he pulling somebody's leg? Because why would you... I mean, what was? What would be the point of that? Like, it, it's meaningless. Like, the whole objective is to win the fight. Now, AJ supposedly is going to go back to the killer be killed style that everybody loved. It is exciting, and more often than not, it works for him. But the issue with AJ when he fights that way is generally his cardio. So he has to be very careful how much he puts his foot on the gas and when he takes his foot off of the gas because there's been times where even though he's come out the victor in that type of fight, he's been in perilous situations where another punch or two and that was all she wrote 
for him. So he has to be very careful with that type of strategy, especially against Usyk, who's a boxer. And hopefully, if you're on Usyk, is going to be avoiding those massive power shots. Now, I do think if AJ does fight this way, it probably gives him the best opportunity to win the fight. If he was able to do it, it would probably be inside. He is the bigger guy. He did hit Usyk in the first fight. I think he hurt him in the first fight. It was far and few between. You have to look a lot of the footage over the 12 rounds. But it is there. And I think if he is able to land on Usyk, specifically with the right hand, of course, southpaw. But if he is able to land this punch, and then maybe a follow-up punch or something like that, he's going to have his best opportunity to possibly hurt, drop, and stop Usyk. In my opinion... With Joshua's numbers the way they are straight and continuing to drop, I don't really see a big play on Joshua by decision By decision, if you like him because it's going to be difficult for him to win rounds against, against Usyk if he's not hurting him. And if he's hurting him, then there's a good chance that things are going his way unless he gasses or something crazy happens then you would think that over the course of a 12-round fight and he was able to get to Usyk more than he was in the first fight, he was able to land more consistently and maybe a couple of combinations instead of just one punch at a time, then he would be potentially able to wear Usyk down, hit him with a hard right hand that maybe stumbles him, gets the legs on, on skates, and then follows up with something that's able to put him down. In that type of scenario, you would get an AJ uh, win by stoppage. As far as Usyk goes, most people are going to assume that Usyk can only win by decision. But you got to pay close attention to those exchanges that they had in the first fight. And I believe, personally, that Usyk not only hurt AJ, but if there would have been a little bit more time, I believe it was in the last round of the fight, he would have at least scored a knockdown against AJ. Now, AJ does have heart. I do think he would have gotten up in the 12th round against Usyk. But we've seen AJ hurt before. We've seen him fatigue before. We've seen him drop before. And if you look at the first Andy Ruiz fight, some would say we've seen him quit before. So I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility, especially if AJ is pushing the fight in the kill or be killed style, that Usyk couldn't run him into a counter shot that makes his legs go spaghetti style. I really believe it because we saw in the first fight and AJ really wasn't that aggressive, but when he did open up, it allows for counter punches to land. And Usyk is one of the best counter punches that you're going to face outside of probably Tyson Fury. And so if AJ does get overly aggressive or maybe just aggressive, Usyk's going to find those opportunities to land on AJ. The only reason Usyk isn't isn't favored to beat AJ again, but this time inside is because he's not considered a big puncher. He's a smaller guy and he's moved he moved up obviously from cruiser to heavyweight. Because if you think about it stylistically, Usyk landed far many more punches on Joshua than what Joshua landed on him in the first fight. Like Usyk was able to do, for the most part, basically what he wanted to do the entire fight. Yes, he had to overcome a few punches here and there and some adversity and some pressure from, from AJ, but he handled it well. And that was one of the things I thought going into that first fight because if memory serves me correctly, I believe I was on AJ in the first fight. And I based a lot of that off of Usyk's fight previous to that against Chizora, where Chizora put on a massive amount of pressure in that fight, and Usyk never looked comfortable to me. It looked like he was really worried about the power and the strength of uh, Chizora, 
And even though he was able to win the UD the same way he did against Joshua, he looked far more comfortable against AJ than he did, in my opinion, against Chisora. Now, maybe that's because Joshua didn't put the foot to the, the, the pedal to the metal like he was supposed to, put the foot on the gas from round 1 to 12, and really pressure Usyk like Chisora did. Supposedly, this is what we're going to get in the rematch is AJ's going to go, all right, I'm going to come for you. I'm the bigger guy. I'm going to impose my power and strength on you, and we're going to see if you're able to avoid it for 12 rounds. Now, that's assuming that A, AJ actually does that, and B, that he's able to do it consistently for 12 rounds. For me, that's the bigger problem. I think AJ can do it in spots, but I question if his cardio will be good enough, especially against somebody like Usyk, Usyk who's going to move, make a miss, and counter. So it's not like AJ's just going to be able to walk forward throw non-stop windmills at Usyk for 12 rounds. That is not going to happen because Usyk will make him miss some of those powerful punches. That will help fatigue AJ. And Usyk will also be landing his own counter punches that will hopefully, if you're on Usyk, attribute to AJ slowing down as well because we already know if AJ slows down the pressure, then there shouldn't be any problem, really, for Usyk to win the fight. We saw this in the first fight. AJ pressed in spots, but most of the fight he didn't, and Usyk was able to walk away with the titles and win the UD. So if AJ, for whatever reason, combination of all the reasons we talked about, isn't able to keep up the game plan for 12 rounds or until he sparks them out, then it would favor Usyk because the moment that AJ slows down, it doesn't matter if it's for a round, it doesn't matter for a minute in the round, it doesn't matter if it's for six rounds. As soon as he starts to slow down and consistently slow down where Usyk is able to snatch back any momentum and he's able to take advantage of the lulls in the action, that's going to favor Usyk even if we go to the scorecards. In my opinion... I think with Usyk's line continuing to drop, if you like him, you like his overall boxing ability, of course. You like his countering ability. You like his durability so far. I mean, people have talked about in the amateurs where he, he was hurt to the body and this, that, and the other. But so far in the pros, he's held up. You like his ability to maybe even hurt Joshua, maybe fatigue Joshua. Maybe it's a combination of the Vladimir Klitschko-AJ fight, right, where we saw uh, Rock'em Sock'em Robots, and at, at times it looked like AJ was going to collapse and have a heart attack. Like, maybe it's all of these things combined that make you think that Usyk is going to be able to do this. For, for me, and what I'm looking at right now is his line continue to drop, I don't think you really have to pick your poison here. I think you can take Usyk straight. The lowest I'm seeing right now is 175, and I've been watching it closely, and it's continued to fall. Across the board at most books, you're going to get a better line now than you would have when this fight was announced. So if you keep a close eye on this, now that's not to say that late money doesn't come in on Usyk, because obviously there's going to be a lot of people that like Usyk. He's already won the first fight. AJ is the one to is going to be the one that's going to have to adjust. So there may come some late money, but if you keep a close eye on it, you can either pull the trigger now or, or wait, a, you know, wait a little bit and see if you can get an even better line. I don't think you're going to see Usyk at minus one fifty. I don't. Most of the books he's hovering still close to that two to one mark. So I'm thinking. If your book isn't the lowest book and he's hovering right around that 190-ish, you might get 180. 
which isn't a terrible line. If you've got the lowest book right now and he's sitting at 175, you might be able to steal something at 70, maybe 65. I'd be very surprised if Usyk money didn't come in if he was only a minus 150 favorite. As far as AJ goes, obviously, if you just like AJ as an underdog, then you could pull the trigger on AJ straight. But personally, I think if AJ's able to do it, he's going to have to impose his will, his size, his power. He's going to have to do something that nobody's been able to do, which is A, B, Usyk, and B, I think he has to stop him. I just don't see a situation where Joshua is able to win, win rounds consistently by putting his foot on the gas and taking it off, putting his foot on the gas and taking it off. I think he's going to have to be an engine that could, a little engine that could from the start that just chugs straight at Usyk the entire time, a la Derek Chisora, and try to land a powerful shot that sets something up later on even that where he can catch Usyk and really impose his size and strength. Again, on paper, that is the way he should fight. It's just that cardio issue. If it wasn't for the cardio issue, and I knew that he could fight like Chisora for 12 rounds, foot you know, foot on the gas, pedal to the metal, 100% focus, not going to let up, not going to fatigue, not going to worry about the power shots coming from Usyk, not going to get wobbly spaghetti legs, not all of a sudden just going to stop and stand out in the middle of the ring then you can make a good case that if AJ was able to do that, of course that would benefit him. Of course he should be favored in a fight that played out like that. And that's what I assume that people who are betting AJ are thinking that whether it's one round or 12 rounds, consistently he's going to be able to implement that that type of game plan, the rough and tough, dirty boxing style, the in-your-grill type of style where he's right on your chest. More often than not, and that's going to, at the very least, wear Usyk down. And maybe it will allow AJ to get off more punches, land more punches than he, than he, than he did the first time around. Because Usyk may go into prevent mode. You saw that again. If you don't believe me, go back and look at the Chisora fight. And you could see what I was thinking after watching the Chisora fight going into the Joshua fight. That, wait a minute. This dude wasn't even able to handle Chisora's pressure and looked very uncomfortable the entire time. He just didn't look comfortable. So when I was capping the AJ first fight, I'm like, well, my Lord, all AJ's got to do is put his foot on the gas, pressure this guy. He's longer and taller and stronger than Chisora, powerful, like He's definitely going to be able to make Usyk uncomfortable and land something. It may take a while. He may have to wear on Usyk and get Usyk fatigued, but AJ didn't do that. So this time around, that's the game plan. This time around, this is what they say they're going to do. The question is, do you believe AJ can follow the Derek Chisora game plan for 12 full rounds or for however long it takes and upset the apple cart and beat Alexander Usyk. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will suck it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.